Shit, totally forgot about him. And Mika. Oh my god. LimitBreakRadio.com. Five, four, three, two, one! Welcome to Limit Break Radio. I, of course, am one of your hosts, Aniro Grigori. I am juxtaposition. Welcome back to officially the now new twice monthly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. You made it happen, folks. You made it happen. Officially, we have hit $600 a month on our Patreon page. Thank you guys so much. So impressive. We are just we are bowled over by the amount of support that you guys have given us. A Nero literally shit a brick. Uh, it was gross. <laughs> I, it's still sitting in the living room. We don't really know what to do with it. It's weird. We're going to auction it <laughs> off. Auction it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, don't forget about our fundraising auction. Uh, we'll have a post about that on our website, limitbreakradio.com. Of course, joining me, I've got my co hosts. Alice Rando, what's up? Really? How you doing? Rando! <laughs> We've also got Nike Killbot, how you doing? What? Is that me? <laughs> that, that actually sounds cool. Yeah. Weird. Nike Hi. cool. Wow. Also, also to my right, we've got Jester Sexual Position. How you doing? Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> uh, and finally, Escalia. What's up, man? That's the stupidest name I've ever heard. <laughs> Across the room, high five. Yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> yeah, fun here. I don't know uh, if those are tears he's choking back or if he's just trying to contain the rage. I'm still just so happy over doing this twice a month with you guys. I, can I tell you how much of a reward that is in and of itself? Uh, more of a commitment, less of a reward. So what's up, guys? How you guys doing? Uh, we're back here for part two. Whoa, hey. <laughs> still got the intro playing. Whoops. Uh, we're back here. We're back. Lovely intro. Yeah, I know. We don't, but we don't We're need the music. It back. We don't need the music back. Hashtag <laughs> Kanye West style. Bring, bring the music back. Uh, well, if you if you stay tuned to part three, we are going to actually bring the music back. Uh, we are debuting a brand new segment called Limit Breaking Music, uh, where we're going to be highlighting some of the Final Fantasy XIV's musical talents and. We haven't even mentioned this, but we're going to be premiering a never before heard. Final Fantasy 14 cover. So you guys are you guys got to get super excited for world this. premiere. World premiere here on term. Limit Break Radio. Well, we've heard it before. It's never well, it's no not never before heard. No, it's never before okay. Five. So the five <laughs> of us have heard it. But no, no one else has heard it. it. This is not leaked. Wait, I'm wait, positive hold on, hold on. of has, that. Hasn't, hasn't, hasn't Samus heard it? No. 
Oh, okay. I don't think Sam has heard what, it. Really? I nope. Did. Oh, nope. Okay. No, okay. Hold on. I'm going to link I, it. I know, you linked I know, it in no, our special I chat. I No, I'm pretty sure. It, it was before him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was before we Can we he see him. the outline? Uh, no, he, he's no, he's he's not part of the oh, okay. host page. Okay. He can only just see Samus the has not heard it. You guys get to hear it before Samus. Yes, yes, it's a world premiere. It's super exciting. Sorry, guys, I just leaked it. It's all over <laughs> Facebook. It's trending. <laughs> Hashtag LBR. Find it. Scour the net. We'll LBR Reeker. So the next so, Power Rangers movie. Uh, so it may, <laughs> it may feature one of the LBR cast. So it also uh, may not. Uh, no, it does. No, okay. Well, uh, ru- ruin it. Spoilers. It's obviously not a Scalia. So I can't handle it. <laughs> it's it's just it's okay, guys. It's just the return of the bagpipes. It's fine. Um, so, in my time. So uh, we're here for part two of episode number thirteen. This has so far been a huge episode for us. We have. Uh, oh, I forgot to. I almost forgot to. Uh, uh, switch over. We are live broadcasting live today from the Gold Saucer, uh, the Manderville in, Gold Saucer. In celebration of uh, uh, of Patch Two Point Five One, we are live from the Gold Saucer. We got a pretty significant crowd hanging around us. What's up, crowd? How you guys doing? How many of them are just people who happen to be sitting here in the gold saucer? You know what? None of them. <laughs> no, and of course, none of them are like, you know, NPCs. Those NPCs that walk in the back. Yeah, no, 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 no. There's no. none of that. Especially that Sabo tender. He is completely a player. <laughs> yeah. What up? Wow, look at all these chickens. That's awesome glamour. <laughs> is this a, what is this? Like a barnyard or something? I know, dude. What is she on the fish. table? I, I am still deeply offended that Anira was wearing his fucking great axe through this place. It's really rude. This is a safety zone. You should not be wearing that great axe. Then they should make Take me check off. it at the door, and they Hold don't. Hold on. What? Is Escalia wearing his polearm, too? I am. That's, oh, my uh, gosh. The heathens we have to deal with. <laughs> what were you all born in a barn? <laughs> Rude. So episode 13, obviously being a huge episode for us, uh, unveiling our Patreon uh, initiative and already uh, $600 in terms of uh, $600 a month from you guys uh, for crazy in terms of support. That's just that's absolutely bananas. Uh, I'm so excited. Uh, We are now officially uh, uh, will be doing the show twice a month, uh, starting episode number 14. So instead of parts one, two and three, you'll get a part part one and two. Probably. I'm not sure exactly how we're going to do this. If we if maybe we should do parts one and two one week and then like maybe three we might just have to change the format yeah, yeah we, we might have to format a bit here to get this figured out but, but the, the thing put effort into this stuff now, the thing guys. that we well but the thing that we don't want to do is we don't want to we don't want to speed up uh the amount of time between now and episode number 15 so maybe because because we, we maybe push it back yeah, well we want we want to be able to make sure to give people time for the art contest and the glamour mm-hmm. contest so we want to make sure that their submissions are in and we we've said from the beginning that the deadline is episode 15 that's right and they've had a pretty reliable span of time but now maybe we should just maybe we should plan i mean we are episode- gonna have what 12 or the next update point five between now and then so we'll have enough content to spread it out i think it's possible i think i I think maybe at episode number 15 maybe that's where our new scheduling should so, start so would you say please look forward to it i 
uh, that I would say, please look forward to it. Please look forward to please it. Please look forward to it. Please understand. But we've, we, we can now start laying the foundation for a, a brand new gaming show, a general gaming show. That'll be exciting. Um, and as, uh, you know, Limit Break Radio will increase in frequency, uh, this gaming show will probably happen like once a month to begin with. And if, uh, if you guys like it and continue to support it, it can be a much more regular thing. Um, but much like uh, we do that show live, uh, or we do this show live on Twitch, we'll also probably do that show live. And I don't know that we'd all necessarily have to be in the same room. We could actually do one of those neat uh, gaming talk show things where everyone has a has a webcam pointed yes. at their oh, face. Oh, that would be like fun. Mm-hmm. I think that would be really cool. So that that's basically that's our plans for uh, oh, man, the next couple cool of backdrop. months. Is I mean, like you guys have really you guys have really sped up this process like at the beginning of the day this was like yeah we might do this in like six seven eight months but like now we like actually have to start laying groundwork and that's because of you and your outrageous support so thank you so much again patreon.com slash limit break radio is the link to go and support so we have an interesting if a little bit of a contentious discussion this is illegal you know to talk about today Uh, well, is it really illegal? We'll talk about that. I think maybe you jumped the gun on that one a little too bit. Yeah. You you jumped the gun on being really dumb looking. Good job. (laughs) Nice. Thank you. Nice comeback. Uh, (laughs) so there's been an application that's been floating around the FF14, uh, community now. And actually this website goes all the way back to FF11 and a plugin that they had developed for Windower, uh, which is another piece of third party software that was initially designed to uh, let you use FF11 in windowed mode on a PC, but also came packaged with a lot of other functionality and plugins and stuff like that. Uh, there was a Guildwork plugin that was developed for that, uh, but it is also, uh, it, you know, it's also a, a site that's used commonly by a lot of guilds to do uh, guild site hosting. They've got a built-in, uh, you know, they've they've got kind of like a built-in DKP uh, tracker and uh, and stuff like that. So. Uh, 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 Guildwork has become sort of a uh, um, a, a bit of a of a flashpoint in terms of the FF14 community because of the way that it interacts with hunts and the way that it interacts with the game. So uh, we thought that, you know, uh, the last time that hunts were a big, big, big thing, and I know that we're a li- just a little bit late to the table on this, and had we introduced the Patreon f- account, uh, you know, if we had I- I- introduced that a little bit earlier, uh, maybe this would have, this could have been a more timely Re- discussion. Say relevant content. Yeah. Um, um, but it, it, you know, it, uh, it guild work as an application. Um, here's basically how it functions. Uh, it runs as a desktop application and then inserts messages into your uh, your your party chat window in FF14, and it does things like link locations to mobs, let you know what the uh, what the Nexus hunt lights are or the Nexus lights are, uh, and uh, you can even uh, set it to uh tell you when certain fates pop and uh when weather pops up in a zone when yes when when weather hits uh and and so uh the reason uh that that i think that this is a, a an important topic to talk about is uh 
it's it's basically become the buzzword in terms of like people who are out for a witch hunt anytime you know like it's anytime someone would early pull for like two weeks everyone would be like oh you guild worker and it it it's kind of become uh 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 you know either you know you you use it and you accept its use or you're you completely think that it's that it's 100 percent cheating and that its use should be strictly uh you know it it should it should be enforced like it's it's non-use should be enforced by by square enix so i want to preface this discussion by saying first uh, guys, this is not a witch hunt. We are not here to call anyone out. We're not here to uh, to uh, discuss our own usage or non-usage of it. Uh, we want this to be an open discussion. We're not going to ask you if you use it, and we will ask you n- to refrain from telling us whether or not you use the application if you call in and join in on this discussion. Uh, so we do not... We do not want to, you know, try to call anyone out here. And, uh, you know, the the second thing is uh, that we don't this isn't uh, intended to be an advertisement or an endorsement. Uh, it, this is a, uh, a, a, a this has had a pretty noticeable impact uh, if you uh, are a participant in hunts. And uh, so it's I think it's an important thing to talk about. So we don't we don't want to get anyone in trouble. We don't want to get anyone in this room in trouble. We don't want to get anyone on the stream in trouble. Um, and so the the first thing is, the you know, does does guild work break the uh, the the end user license agreement? And the short answer is yes, that it does. Um, that uh, they say that very clearly. They say that part isn't necessarily much of a discussion. The EULA is a very clearly defined document. And yes. Based on what Guildworks does. Yes. Yes. Based on the way that it interacts with uh, with the programming. Yes. It it flat out does break the end user license agreement, and they state that very plainly on their website um, that it that it does, and that. You are, you know, there's a potential risk by using the software. And so, uh, you know, that's 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 an important note to uh, to discuss when hunting uh, when when talking about this. Um, But is Guildwork cheating? What do you guys think? Juxta, do you think Guildwork is cheating? Uh, Using some functions, I would say probably cheating. And then other functions that you could use, uh, you could just do. With a pen and paper, I would say not cheating. So, like the Nexus lights, the tracker, I would say that would not be cheating. But if you use it for learning when fates spawn or when hunts spawn, I would call that be cheating. Now, now it, it is kind of important to know to note that uh, some of these features uh, you can only use with a premium account. That's just for phone pushes. Oh, that's just for phone pushes. Yep, that's okay. just to get these notifications sent to your phone. Okay, so, uh, I mean, there's an added layer on top of that. Then is now, you know, is, pay- is, is, is there a difference between paying for the service and using the free service? Um, uh, the difference I see in the mm. two is now while I'm in the bathroom, it will let me know that an S rank just spawned. Right. I don't. I don't really see a difference, yeah. to be honest. I mean, it's they're both yeah. the same functions. So. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't really think that the phone pushes would be 
make it that much worse or whatever. You don't think so? You don't. It it allows you to to walk away from the screen. I mean, but it if allows you're pooping, you to you're still pooping. You're not going to get back any faster, right? But how quickly that hunts <laughs> are know, dying does it matter? <laughs> if Vanessa <laughs> respawns in West Thailand, you can guess that turd stained in my asshole. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if I'm if shut I'm, it down. <laughs> shut <laughs> yeah. So, so if there's if there's a you know too late, you, Captain. We have a whole breach. If you've, got, if you've got a little turtle head action, you just suck that bad boy back up. Clip and, it. Oh my God! Oh my God! Stop! Just, just grab, some toilet, <laughs> grab some toilet paper. That will be your shield. And nope, I'm done. Headset down. <laughs> Ages paper. <laughs> I see Juxa waddling back to his room. I'm not even going to ask. <laughs> the usual 30 minutes was 30 seconds. Something's going on. Well, I, I, I mean, we. I think, I think it should be mentioned that, I mean, back a couple of weeks ago, damn, hunts were just brutal. It was really tough to be able to make them because people were just early pulling like crazy and you just it, it, it the was the only reason that's not still happening is gold saucer yeah, yeah. well gold, I mean, gold, gold saucer no, no, no. no there's two i think there's two, two factors, factors. Yes. two factors and and you're right nika gold saucer is one of them but i think the other big important factor was the introduction weekly quest yeah the introduction of twine to the oh to the god week. when i twine. read that like because I've, I've been needing to do hunt so much but combined with my slow ass computer and the way that guild works has basically there is no oh no somebody's early pulled anymore that's not even a thing you can just it's, assume it's just, that it's pulled absolutely because yeah. uh, i've been trying it and and trying to get into uh, nobody needs to download guild works right um right we we had a, a brief discussion when this first came up you know amongst uh, uh the lot of us and and Nero says that you just really need one person in your party or in your link shell to communicate this yeah, to, right to either to either i mean yeah as long as you have right. one person that's getting the information from somewhere whether it be a hunt link shell whether it be Zoom party application. I mean, it, yeah. So yeah. when when this whole guild work thing started, I thought, all right, you know what? Let me try joining heart, hunt parties. Let me try and get on this. You know, with with right. things being uh, announced as soon as they pop, not just as soon as they're found. Right. Maybe I will have enough time to get that. No, hey guys. No, they. Yeah. Someone does not appreciate poop jokes. We're down to five ninety five a month. <laughs> how does it go backwards? I don't know. I don't know how that um, happens. But. Uh, they're literally dying within 45 seconds of popping. Wow. Not not like someone's gotten here. No, I'm going to wait 45 seconds. They are dying within 45 seconds. And That's, that yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, and, 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 and again, I mean, like, I think that that pushes far more people to use something like guild work. And it, I, I've seen, I've seen a noticeable impact from guild work in, in a couple of different places. People don't report hunts oh, in their no, link shells all. like nope. they used to. If you want, nope. if you want the most accurate hunt reports, join a hunt party that and pray like through Party Finder and pray that it stays together. Because the other thing that I found is that yeah, there are tons of hunt parties that go into Party Finder and then break as soon as that mob is killed because people are getting these real time updates all the time. Um, you know and. And I mean, there's a lot of other questions, uh, you know, uh, that, that that are raised by, um, you know, by the use of guild work. But I, I, I want to continue around the room. Scalia, what do you think? Is guild work cheating? Uh, doesn't this sound like a conversation we were having like six years ago about another certain program? Yes. Yeah. Well, I, but, I, you know, I... It, it, 
I think the big deal here is that guild work is a is becoming very very widely used i i'm gonna look at it this way um you have a clear advantage over someone not using guild work at this point so yes i'm gonna call it cheating okay that's an uh, it, that's it's an interest so do you have a hardline stance that like you know uh, uh, that that you would report someone that you thought would be using guild work no, no. I, I guess i don't care that much because it doesn't affect my triple triad playing so, <laughs> um if they get one guild though where they can start it. seeing what my hand is with the open rule off then i'll report them okay guild fair. work starts announcing Ooh. when people get uh, bahamut drops from elmer uh, Kahlo, did you say oh, oh, overall what your um, what your view is? Overall, I suppose if, if I was going to say cheating or not cheating, like draw a line, I would say cheating. But my problem with it isn't so much that. I think that it changes the nature of the game. Um, hunts are supposed to be about going out and finding these things. You know, I mean, it's right in the name of what they are. That's the exciting part of it. You get into a hunt party, you know, you send two people to this zone, two people to this zone, two people to this zone, and, and, you, it, it, and it is you an rope. effort. Yeah. You literally it's, go yeah. out and hunt. It's basically it's, it's reverted us to camping H&Ms. It is completely changed now. It is nothing like that anymore. It has literally changed the basic design of this event. I agree. And, I and, agree. And, and I, mean, I think that that's kind of a bummer. Oh, a- absolutely. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, you know, I'm sure that we're going to come to the eventual comparison of the difference between this and Windor, right? Right. Okay. Windor wasn't something that you needed to have. Uh, it, it had cool quality. Uh, it had cool quality of life. No stuff to it. No, I'm okay. gonna. I would say Windor was needed until Square Enix made a windowed version of eleven, which didn't happen until two thousand and eight. Still didn't have I, what I think. I mean, in eleven, having like just visible TP was necessary. It was not necessary. It was not necessary. It was, no, it wasn't because a lot of times you had a macro to tell people when your TP was anyway. Because what if right. they're not paying yeah, attention? There you go. Mm. So TP plugin not necessary and a window version wasn't necessary for everyone it's absolutely cool to have but again i would argue that it was a quality of life thing not having window did not put you as a player at a disadvantage and it certainly did not change the inherent design of an event i actually i i i don't know that i totally agree with that because once somebody had windower they weren't turning off functions in window are like the tp monitor and like the macros the macro function of windower was its biggest advantage oh no absolutely its biggest advantage over i mean because you had you had what like five macro lines six macro lines I, inside the I client agree. and 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 that was the biggest advantage that it would give you and i would say that it was kind of a borderline game breaking advantage were there I ways still knew people the, who didn't use who had yes. windower and still didn't use it because it was so complicated That's it. To, to what learn. degree do you did you use Windower? Right, like I used it literally for the windowed mode. Right, was it? Right, I can tell you it was necessary for extra macro lines to get max DPS. Yeah, I'm gonna That's agree with that. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah. Oh it, it, yeah. it definitely did change the way that people that people played. Nika, what is your overall uh, opinion? Cheating or not cheating? So, I mean, in terms of the way that the game is in the game's rules and standards I'm going to say cheating but that brings me back to think about 11 things like Ixion and the 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 mobs that roam the world anyway rangers had wide scan how is but I mean, wide I, scan was something like you had to sit there and look at it and then exit out then back in it took work <laughs> yeah. you, didn't, you didn't just I, I, sit I suppose, there but the thing is is that guild work 
still only find like it only announces it once someone in the zone has found it. We don't know that. We don't. We actually don't know how guild work functions. And I think that this is this is where a lot of people kind of draw that line in the sand because they don't know whether or not it's just a big chat monitor that's looking for hunt reposts and then sending them out to everyone um, on the server that, it's, that the character is designated on, or is it? Or it does it function by using like an a, a radar? Uh, kind of, uh, kind of, kind of cachet system. Like once it enters into the cachet, yeah. Once, yeah, like once, once the mob is within uh, the distance for it to 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 like zone in for your character, is it then reported to the app? We simply don't know know how it functions. I was in Mordona. Someone found Correa. I was staring right at it. Someone shouted Correa position, and and then I ran to it after someone shouted. It sat there. There was three of us sitting there for a good three or four minutes before everyone came into the zone shouting invite yeah i, I mean i've heard I've, so, I've heard reports i've heard reports that people can find the hunt mob before it's called through the through the the application the yeah so i i don't know i i mean it could it i mean it definitely can only operate on on people's systems who are running the program and it's collecting data from multiple systems and putting it into a, a single database and then and then serving out uh you know information and messages based on that i i first of all i have to say it's a very inventive piece of programming it's very clever I mean, it, whoever put it together did a very nice job at putting it at, at, at putting it together and making it unlike Windower having a very low, you know, barrier for entry in terms of use. It's it, it, it's really quite staggering, and I think that you can you can count that as one of the reasons that it's proliferated to the degree that it has. Um, but I want to talk about its proliferation because i think this is the big deal here at some point square enix didn't ban people who use windower for one of two reasons and we're i I, i'm pretty sure that the community is it's still a toss-up as of why either they can't tell that people are using it or they recognize that it served a specific unique function that their own client couldn't provide and they they kind of like you know let it have it you know let it have its time before putting in their own version of of windowed mode and sort of like you know like just kind of looked away as as it proliferated and then windower grew to a point where so many players would use it that to ban everyone for the use of the software would have they would have taken too large of a hit on their community to be able to do it and i i i'm concerned that guild work could turn out in the same way that so many players it could proliferate to such a degree and so many players would start using it that then square enix if they thought it was against their end user license agreement couldn't would have their hands essentially tied or else they would be alienating large sections of their community i think what they what they need to do or or if they do take action against it is something that uh, uh, let's take a look at World of Warcraft, which is huge in the add-on department. Like, like they have interfaces designed into the game so that people can make add-ons. Right. Whenever an add-on pops up that they think is too much, like I remember uh, way way back when there was an add-on where you could literally draw on your screen 
and everybody in your raid would see it. So you could be, you know, here's a safe zone for when this happens. This is where mages have to stand. This is where we're tanking it. Kind of a cool idea. Exactly. But at that point, you're taking all the mechanics away from a fight, and they said that's too much. True. So they implemented stuff into the game that just flat out disabled that that add-on. Part of signing up, registering, or whatever, getting guild work to work in order for it to, to work whatever the way it does is you actually have to go into the lodestone like you know sign in activate your account in the lodestone right and you put a link or, or you put something in something on there that guild work reads off of that to know who you are right to verify yeah. therefore you are literally putting proof in square enix's hands i use guild work hmm. Hmm. if okay. they well, first of all, they wanted to ban everybody. They they know who's using it. But well, secondly, but hang on. How easy would it be for them to break guild work? Hang on, that's not that's not necessarily true because guild work to use some very legitimate functions of that website will still ask you to do the same thing. Remember, before guild work had this third party application, they were used as mostly a social oh, oh, sure, a social sure. social networking on, site. On the topic of Square Enix can't ban all these people. No, they can't. But if they decide guild work, they don't want it to work, right? They could find a way to break that string of characters. No, I I totally yes. agree that mm-hmm. it, that that should be the first step. Is that if they if they don't want the software to function, that they need to find out a way to alter their software to break the functionality. And and I mean that would be a pretty clear indication. Exactly. we don't want people and to use. From this. there, if it continues, then they would have to start dropping the ban hammer. Uh, okay, yeah, I I would totally. I think that would be a good way for uh, Square Enix to to resolve the issue if they even see it as an issue. And just uh, well, they this, have. If they want to look at it transparently, literally just say we're taking these steps against skilled work. Uh, anyone still using the software after date is subject to penalty. You've been I was warned. Say, they have been obviously embracing the Western culture as far as MMO, MMOs go quite a bit. You know, the fact that all these other MMOs use add-ons and allow the community to help improve their own game could be something that maybe, maybe they're testing out. Maybe that's why they're waiting. They're seeing where this goes, how this turns out. Yeah, no, that's I, the end. <laughs> the end. The end. End of thought. Uh, no, I, I, you know, I think, I, I think that's some some interesting points. I, I, you know, I think the question can can Square Enix even monitor whether or not the game is running on your system uh, or the or the plugin is running on your system? Uh, I think that's an important question to knowing whether or not, uh, you know, whether whether or not they can actually do anything uh, about this. Juxta, uh, it, we, it, yeah, let's yeah, take we, a caller. Okay, we got uh, Castran of Odell uh, from the Sargantana server. What's up? Hey, what's up? How's it going? Thanks for calling Limit Break Radio. Hey, thanks a lot for taking my call. Yeah, no problem. So, uh, what do you think of guild work, man? Um, I don't think guild work is really the problem, honestly. I think hunts in general is okay. What? Uh, so, so you think that the event is broken? Not maybe, not necessarily broken, but I think it needs to be implemented a little differently. Okay. Because even without guild work, it's not fair to PS3 or PS4 players. I was actually long- that's a that's a great point. I'm glad that you mentioned that because I was going to you know I was going to say I think the biggest barrier for entry in terms of doing hunts and getting there on time is your system specs way oh, yeah. more than anything. I, I definitely can to that. PS3 players are screwed either way, but with would work. Then PS4 players they don't have any way to actually use it. 
unless they actually pay for premium and look at it on their phones. Um, every other, um, every other part of the application though isn't really that game breaking. I mean, if you pay for premium, you can also chat in game off your phone away from game hmm. or away from your computer right right yeah that is another um, function of the of the app the, the weather thing really what can you use for that than just sightseeing and the shout function is just funny in my opinion you can see shouts all over your server can i use it to oh, find God. out when i can get my rse gear <laughs> <laughs> wrong game god damn it oh, i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> But hunts from the beginning have been screwed up because as long as you have a system where somebody can get there first and pull it first and and with just a, an eight-man group on A's, they can kill it before anybody else is even aware of it. It happened a long time ago whenever they first brought out the blood-stained Mark Logs. Yeah, no, I I totally agree, uh, and uh, and and you know, I, it it is worth mentioning now that that the balance in the hunts uh, as a system is is starting to kind of swing the other way, uh, where we're starting to see people not as you know, there's not as big a trains even at peak hours of play, uh, you know, less people are are running them, and uh, and and that also helps. Um, you know, there are there are people who will decide to early pull on purpose as like a troll uh but but mostly you know if if you've got a a fairly decent system and you know and you know the pathways that's the other thing is that there are certain you know like if uh you know if a mob pops close to the mist um yeah or if um you're in what is that awful linosia zone uh, the one where you got more be dry dogs. Yeah, down yeah, there. yeah. Exactly. Just the worst. Yep. Or uh, you know, or uh, the the one Thanalan where uh, Electrion pops and you Horizon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go or, to or Sabatender too. You yeah. know, like all of them can pop in places where it, it's way quicker to go from maybe you know a, a city ward, city yeah, or a, a residential area, or even um, sometimes uh, from East Linosia from uh, yeah, go to Costa and go south. Yeah, from from Wineport, uh, you can. It, there's, there's a. Um, oh yeah, yeah. There's that little, that little thing that'll take you right to uh, where Vogeljaw will sometimes spawn. Right. right. Um, so you know, like a lot of those, if you're struggling in hunts, those are things that you can work at on your side to, uh, you know, to get there quicker and and um, uh, and to to try to get credit. Uh, and and also watch party finder sharp. You know, if you're not, if you shout for an invite, don't get an invite. Go like make sure you check party finder too. That's uh, that's another big one. Um, but I, you know, I I I think that mostly the information is traveling around to either link shells or guild work at roughly the same pace. And if you're tuned into one of them, you should get there in time. Um, so yeah. yeah. I've I've seen it usually takes about two minutes from a spawn point in game for um, the hunt to actually die. So you have a two minute window. I mean, and you know depending on free weekends or whatever, then the server lag is going to keep you from getting there. Yeah, yeah, our problem has literally been zoning problems. Like yeah. there are times where I, I mean, my husband and I will zone into a zone. I'll zone really quickly. We're on the same internet, and he'll take. I mean. I'll be all the way to the mob. It'll be at 100% when I get there, and it's 20% before he zones in. And I mean, wow, you know what? Maybe there. it's not a maybe it's not a computer problem on my end though, because yeah, like sometimes zoning into North Shroud, I sit in the black screen 45, 60 seconds. 
Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a bad. lot. Well, and some zones load harder than others too. You know, um, that's it's if if you're you know if you're going into a big zone or a populated zone like Mordona or like Mordona it's happened used to literally be. in any zone. Yeah. It's happened in all of them for me before. Yeah, yeah. It, it, well, yeah, especially if you're like behind the wave of people zoning in because your computer's like loading all of that stuff in the loading screen. Uh, Lame as it sounds. What are your thoughts on like? certain like s rank mobs like like they're unclaimable for x amount of time after they pop that would be an interesting way to kind of adjust that um that that would be really interesting i like that suggestion that's a good suggestion i think that would be a way to allow people to you know group up or it would remain in uh invulnerable for 90 seconds so right. someone could engage it but it would still take an additional 90 seconds for damage to start being dealt thank you so much for the call uh castran yeah, thanks. All right. So, uh do you guys do you guys see it being like Windower in terms of like, it, you know, it being so widely used and kind of accepted by the community that it puts so. Square Enix in a difficult position to take any action against it? I'm going to say yes and no. I'm not going to say it's exactly like Windower because I do think that there are probably a lot of people who are using it, but I think that the fact that it has literally changed the basic concept of an in-game event puts it on a, a, a in a different tier to windower and again windower i mean its original purpose obviously it had the extra add-ons which i did have a problem with but the original purpose of windower was to fix something that was stupid about the game <laughs> I mean, eloquently well, put. I would, I would, I would say, I, I mean, there are certain people out there who feel like, you know, and maybe this is different among different servers, but there are link shells, hunt link shells that keep certain people or types of people out of the hunt community. And this, I think, could be seen as an equalizing force in that. If you can, there are if, things about it that when I, when I first heard about it, I thought. This could be great. If it lets everybody know when something spawned, you can't be accused of early pulling. Like, everyone sees the message at the same time. Right. Start waiting. Right. I don't know if it's an equalizing force so much as a BFG. Could have been. Could have been, absolutely. Could have been, isn't. Yeah. Why, why, do, you think, why do you think it's not? Because as soon as people get there, like, like, there is no shouting anymore, right? Like, I think... There's one person in my hunt link shell that I see shouting every now and then. Um, I, I I I see you communicating shouts every now and then when you get into hunt parties. Oh, you mean you mean reporting? Oh, you yeah, mean relinking? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. It has taken the amount of relinks down in in link shells uh, a lot. Uh, we got another caller here. Yeah, we got Satori Komiji from Sargantanis. Hey, Satori, yep. what's going on? Not much. Uh, I just want to talk to you about uh, Windower, about a few uses I use Windower. Okay, yeah, let's let's hear it. I mean, because uh, Windower, Windower had a lot of uses. There were uh, and and it stands to mention that you know most people's context for Windower was the really ugly version that sort of just like it ran a different splash screen when you loaded Play Online, and you know you had to hit insert to get the console to come up, and it looked kind of hideous. But in its later incarnation. It actually had a really sleek UI where you could select from a bunch of different pre-made plugins, and that really opened up, in terms of the FF11 community, it really opened up the plugin uses. Um, so there were, I mean, a lot of people, and when uh, I think it was four, Windower 4 came out, a lot of people started finding some really unique uses for, uh, for Windower at that point. But uh, Satori, what did you use it for? 
Uh, well, back in Treasure of Ergen, one of the probably not the most legitimate uses I used for was uh, you remember Nizel Isle? Yes. And remember the lamps in Nizel Isle? Yes. Mm-hmm. One of the fastest ways to find the lamps was to use the windower, and uh, it was like you hit F11 or F12, and it would turn off the walls, Ooh. and you could tab and find the lamps. Yeah. That's a little sketchy. That's, that's a little sketchy. Yeah. That's a little sketchy, and I'm not going to okay. lie. I, I, am, admit, I am disappoint. I will admit, back in the day of uh, 11, I also turned on, I turned on wireframe mode, and it was pretty sweet to look around at stuff. I did it once, I did. thought it was scary and creepy, never did it again. Yeah. <laughs> I was, walking, I was terrified. Uh, I was walking around uh, Kedarva Meyer just because of all those awful caves and stuff, and so that way I could see where the aggro was, but I didn't actually use it for salvage. I mean, uh, but, you know, it does stand to mention that Windor did have a lot of sub-legitimate uses, like uh, the first speed hack that was, uh, mm-hmm. I think, ever uh, put into uh, 11, or ever used in 11. That was a, as a uh, result of something that was done in Windor. So, you know, it's, it is one of those things that's like... It, it, you know, it it had it had plenty of legitimate uses and a lot of people who used it for totally legitimate things. But it also wasn't this like totally catalyzing force that I feel like guild work is, or or maybe the could slow be. or yeah could be, or maybe the slow acceptance of guild work is starting to to eat away well, at that idea. In the very late stages of Windower, one thing that was really cool was being able to up the resolution in the fr- uh, the FPS. The, That's true. That was sweet. And even That's though it true. made you lag like horrible. <laughs> Like if you go into Dynamis, you would not be able to keep up nearly as well. Oh, it depends. It depended on your on your card. If you had a decent card, like I have a decent card, and trust me, it's different. Well, but I, I but mean, you know what? It also you could defense, also increase the draw distance too, which that yeah, actually I'm going to say was necessary. In your defense. It looks sweet as hell. It looks it sweet as hell. Well, you didn't you didn't need Windower to bump up the resolution. That was something that you could no, do. No, but you could unlock in... the FPS lock. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I, I don't think I ever did the FPS lock. Dude, it looked like... The first time I unlocked the FPS and got it up to 60... Like it looked like Final Fantasy Eleven too. Wow, it was beautiful. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely, uh, you know, I bumped up the resolution on my, right. you know, on my FF Eleven game and uh, increased the draw distance. I loved the draw distance plugin. That was one of my, oh, that was one of my favorites. YouTube it sometimes, but you will see what I mean when I say like just upping the max resolution. That didn't hurt your leg too much if you had a decent machine. But unlocking that uh, frame rate cap, yeah, that would, that would hurt your machine. Gotcha. What else, Satori? You got anything else? But- yeah, and they had that. You had the distance tool, yeah, distance plugin. Yeah. So I was like, oh, 25 yams? Oh, I'll stand 25.1 yams, and you can't hit me with your AoE, so I can still heal the tank. <laughs> that was and I feel one like for like I bards, I feel like that was necessary most of the time, too, to know really who you're going to hit with Rangers. your songs and who Rangers. you're not going to hit with your songs. Finding Red that meters? sweet spot as a ranger. Absolutely. That was a big part to a lot of jobs in, in FF11. And I would say that's, what uh, again... Is learning your distances and being a good bard. Oh, fuck off. That, yeah. that was a totally... <laughs> That was a totally legitimate use of, uh, you know, of that that system. I feel like when a game like Eleven uses algorithms like that, like you legit have to be this far away from someone, or you have to stack on as much strength for one weapon skill, and then you have to stack on decks for the other weapon skill. You need to have every piece of gear swapped out. To have an algorithm like that, you need to include something in the game that's going to cater to that, or otherwise people are going to resort to cheating. And that was Eleven's problem. Well, and and I and I would say that a certain amount of that argument can be made in terms of guild work. That there was this, you know, this. there, there was a segment of players being kept out of the hunt system, and this kind of levels the playing field for them. Nell says it best. Practice, not tools. Yeah. Get, good. <laughs> <laughs> get good. You see, Nell's a practitioner of get good. 
Uh, by the way, uh, just quick shout out to Mithri, who uh, just hosted us for 98 viewers. Thank hey, you. Hey, thank you, Mithri. Thank you. Thank you. I met Mithri yeah. doing Triple Try the other day, and we got to talk in. He has a stream, does YouTube, mentioned our show to him. Said that uh, that he would host us if he wasn't streaming, and there we go. Thank you, Mithri. Thank you. Shout out to Mithri. Twitch.tv slash Mithri. Uh, so uh, now, now this is what's interesting is that you know completely legitimate sites that people use for hunting up and you know even without guild work like ffxivhunts.com seem to endorse and actually actively do endorse the use of the guild work app and actively contribute data kill data or take data from the from the guild work app really does that, because yeah, does I that change noticed, i think does that change the nature or it, does that change anyone's opinion about ffxivhunts.com unless they've updated something about the hunts when when guild work first started getting big i noticed that nobody was using it anymore because uh, i had a friend who was out trying to hunt didn't know what guild work was had no idea that it existed but she had noticed now it does okay yeah she had noticed that first of all nobody was shouting for hunts anymore she was out looking for them the old-fashioned way trying to use this site but people were saying the windows were down and she's like i'm clearly looking at the site it says the windows the window is up still and it's been up but it's been killed but not enough people were clicking it obviously yes now they're working with guild work so so so. yeah there's a big banner that has the guild work logo and it says big thanks to new ffxiv guild work client if you use it it will automatically update killed hunts with for this website and then it has a, a link to get it so does that change does it i mean does anyone not use ffxivhunt.com anymore i've never used that site because <laughs> what, what do you what, use what? why would you not use it because i just listen to my link shells and follow people and i feel like the original and i mean i like the original sense of camaraderie that the hunts brought like when i first started i had a google doc that people would change the times when things died. Yeah, I remember that. that. But that's, it. it's essentially the same. FFXIVHunt.com is essentially the same thing. Just streamlined. Let me see. It I'm is. Like, I think everything it. has been too streamlined. I think that's the point. I, I Or the problem is that we've gotten to too much of an automatic right here. You're not hunting together anymore. You're just waiting for a message to pop up. Then you're rushing out there, hoping yes. to get there in time. Yeah. It's literally just, it has literally been ground down to nothing but a grind. That's oh, literally cool. all it is now. Yeah. Hunts, yeah. Is, it's not an event anymore, I feel. It's not something that you have to go out and do. It's like you're just showing up to coil to get the drop. Thanks so much for your call, Satori. We really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I, I just I I think that you know it's it's becoming a slow slowly more and more accepted by more and more people. And unless Square Enix makes a a big decision, a big sweeping decision to say either straight up, uh, you know, announce it, you know, address it head on, or to like hit a bunch of people with the ban hammer which i think would be a dumb decision even if this isn't considered cheating let's say for a moment that square enix comes out and says you know what this is fine it's not cheating right or even does nothing even if this isn't considered cheating i think it's bad for the game because what it's done to an event is stripped it it just it's it's not the event that it was intended to be and i think that that is inherently 
bad for the game. Well, its intention was, oh, maybe a few people will come and do this hunt. Not like they said they didn't expect the That's, entire server to run for bee hunts. That is like, also true. They didn't intend any of this. They, that is all. That That's is also, also true. bad foresight on their part because they should have seen it. But. Well, and 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 I mean, they could have, you know, they could have uh, hedged that a little bit by uh, uh, right out of the gate with that weekly putting twines into weekly. Uh, into the Crystal Tower Weekly, but they decided not to do that, and it, so it funneled fuckloads of people into hunts because it was the only way to get twines outside of Coil. So, you know, that being said, I think, you know, I think you're absolutely right, Nika, that it does fly that in and of itself. The amount of population that was doing hunts in the first place flies in the design of the event but it didn't change anything about the event you still formed groups and went out hunting for them you still put the legwork in true. to get it done That's sure true. early pulls were annoying right. but in the beginning they didn't happen as often as they do now right right no i agree speaking I agree. from se's perspective it'd be nice if they just came out and told us one way or the other like what's more of a bummer is them saying nothing at all it's like could we at least get like what your thoughts are on it or well i, I but uh, you i know, get why they Yoshi- don't because once they say something they have to no but go you realize it. they've said that about parsers they've said parsers yes. are against it but the thing is we don't completely disapprove so don't talk about it we don't care if you use it right and this could be something that falls into that category too right. Exa- well it, it, and it will fall into that category unless unless square enix because it's got to come from the organization unless because we could sit here and say that it's cheating all we want we could sit here and bitch about early pulling all we want it's not going to change anything yeah we've got uh, uh, you know people who donate money to us and listen to us we got 230 people listening right now to us on twitch we, you know we've got 10,000 people who download the the podcast every week but that's not going to change anything it's going to take square enix making that jump and definitively either saying or taking action and I'm, and again this is not an i don't think that they should take action uh, but that's what it's going to take for for people to stop using it. Well, then speak to Callow's point about parsers, though. It's not parsers aren't really changing an event. They change the way we view DPS and whatnot and things like that, and how we measure how well DPS are doing. Right. But parsers existing are not altering how hunts function or no, altering how something else functions. I, I agree that that's a parser to me is more of a, a quality of life thing. Right. You know, and and here's the other thing that I, Kahlo, you had brought up WoW and their plugins earlier, but correct me if I'm wrong, WoW has an API that... uh, No, it's it's actually, they have it built into the game that encourages people. Right, it's an... Yeah, yeah, API, it's it's, a language. Yeah, exactly. So it's an an API, and they can control the architecture of that. Mm -hmm. That's not what is happening here. This is, this is like a back way in. This is, this is essentially a hack is what this is. It's a hack of your own client. It's not doing anything server-side. Right. But that's essentially what is going on here. And and the minute that Square Enix releases an API, which is supposed to happen with Heaven's Word. Oh, good. And is and is supposed to happen with uh, you know the new DX11 client. Uh, I, I think that that takes the mystery out of a lot of this. Mm-hmm. Once they're once they're making the rules on the architecture and saying this is what you can do, this is what you can't do, this is what you can monitor, this All is right, what you well, can't what monitor. This? That makes it that that I think nullifies this entire discussion. What if do you think it's possible that one of the reason Square Enix is letting this go on is because with that ABI coming out they're seeing where this goes this or or they already know that this will just be perfectly doable once it launches obviously you know once Heaven's Word launched they have their own API I see them you know 
closing that back door. But do you right. think that for them, this could be a learning process, seeing what people want, what people can do? I mean, and that's could, the it, reason they're not shutting it down. It could be, but if that's the if that's what they're doing, that's a really dangerous game for them to play because you know, and and I think I think this is really the big deal about guild work. Okay, um, if you decide to go and and pay them money for a subscription and get their app and have notifications pushed to your phone, you have to realize you've installed software on your computer. You've installed software on your phone, and you've given them some kind of bank account or payment information. You are trusting Guildwork with a lot of your personal information. Oh, absolutely, you're essentially you're you're trusting them with your Square Enix account because they you don't know what is oh, yeah, you don't know absolutely. what's what's programmed into that app. Mm-hmm. That app could be sniffing the the you know the numbers that you're running on your 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 Square Enix token. Mm-hmm. You don't know. I don't know. You don't know, and there's and there is no transparency beyond what the creator of this site wants to tell you. Mm-hmm. So you are putting a lot of trust in the hands of someone that you don't really know. And for me, that's a pretty big jump. You, that's a pretty big leap for for me to make. It's going to get some people uh, absolutely, but you know. You got to remember that if if you decide to pull the trigger, I'm not. It's not a judgment, guys. I'm not judging anyone who uses Guildwork. I, I I'm really not. I'm pretty ambivalent about it. But if that's the route that you choose to go, remember that you're giving them access to all of your account. Possibly, you don't know. You just don't know. So, um, yeah. And we have another caller. Okay. Uh, we have uh, Patroclus uh, Monotius of Gilgamesh. What's up, Patroclus? Hey, how's it going? Good, good. So uh, what's your opinion about guild work? Well, just to take the topic off the idea of it being cheating, because, again, that'll come sort of... I mean, we, we know we know it's cheating, but people's, people's opinion on whether or not they find it's cheating will differ. I think the main issue lies in the fact that it is... Well, you can pay for a subscription and get it on your mobile. Um, for the most part, it is a PC only. You know, it's it's a PC application to get it free. So you're forced. You're saying that hey, PC users get this application for free, get this functionality for free. Console users have to pay for it or go without it, without it, and that creates an imbalance in between the players. Yeah. Whereas. If all players had equal opportunity to use it, it wouldn't be such a big deal because it's like, oh, you have a problem with it, we'll just get it, use it, and you're all in a, you're all in a fair playing field. It instead skews the playing field and gives you know one, one a single group of players access to something that another group of players just might not be able to have, and that's I think where the issue comes in. We had that issue with Windower too, though. Yeah, no, I and yeah, yeah so. there was there was because there was that discrepancy between anyone who used a PS2 and and someone who used Windower and PC and, and the Windower client. But but then again, its inherent function, I mean, it is called Windower, uh, was to use it as a you know as a a windowed program so i mean yeah it, you know you don't get the benefit of all the plugins the plugins were 
kind of a like a, a gray area in at any way you know in uh, I mean, I think the only real reason I needed Windower was to have the extra macro lines for gear swap simply because of the way they made that algorithm where the PlayStation users wouldn't get that. Whereas Guildworks isn't something you need to maximize your DPS. It's not something you need to meet DPS checks because we know this game's full of them. It's more of a convenience, whereas a lot of times in Eleven you could argue that you needed it. Um, it th- this, I think, is a little bit different. So, it's still, yeah. but still, I mean, with... I mean, they added the carbon twine now, which is great. But before that, that's you needed that to get I thirty gear, right? So if you were going for that, and someone else was going for that, and you had guild work, and they didn't, you get it first because you have this app that's allowing you to track hunts quicker. But I have to ask: Is there really anyone who's serious about hunts who doesn't have at least one or two huntling shells where someone with guild works instantly puts the information into the not even yes. not even like so yes. not even someone with guild work but just someone Guys, who's reporting um our benefactor within two weeks of the new of you know the hunt scene blowing up again yeah had all 130 gear does not use guild works does not have a hunt link shell. Absolutely, and I, and and that's and I think that that's a point for as much well, as she's not one of the ones I'm talking about. Well, I mean, is there someone who truly feels hindered because they don't have guild works and and just simply cannot find a link shell with someone reporting? I'm that? sure that there are, but those people are constant victims and want to try to find every way to make their make themselves the victim. You know, I, I I mean, like I think if if your problem is that you can't get into a hunt link shell, one answer is to use guild work if you're comfortable going down that avenue. If you're not, get better at coil. I don't know. I, like, don't, I don't. I just feel like it's not hard to shout looking for a link shell. Or it's like, not I mean, hard to start one. Okay, I, you don't even need a link shell. Let a me, party. Let me tell you guys. Go up a party. Let me. Yeah, a party. Exactly. Party finder hunts is the best way. You don't party need a link shell, but you do need a party. You can't absolutely. do this shit solo. Absolutely. If you put up a party finder and say that your intention is to stay as a party, don't you know? Don't come long and drop time. after and drop after one mob. Yeah, long time. There you go. That's really all you need to be to to be effective at, at doing the event. Period. But if you can't find a hunt link shell, fucking make one. I I got kind of bored with our own hunt link shell, and I thought of a really creatively named hunt link shell. What's that name? It's called an outdated concept. So if you want to join, what is it? It's an outdated concept. It's a hunt link. Right. Shell. What's the? But it's a hunt link shell. So, so the concept is, hun- yeah. Hunts are outdated. That's that's the joke. Oh, or link, I see link what you did. No, hunt there. link sh- hunt link shells are an outdated concept. So, so we are na- so witty. I named the <laughs> link shell a Nero. I named the link shell a Nero. I don't get to say this often, but I like the cut of your jib. <laughs> Th- thanks. Why don't you have a drop for that? Did uh, you say man crush? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. Uh, so, I was looking for it. <laughs> so, uh, it, 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 yeah, I just, on a whim, decided, hey, I'm going to start a hunt link shell. And it's like half full already. And people report in there. And uh, Where's my invite, dick? You got an invite, didn't you? No. Oh. You invited all of us on like day one. Yeah. I, I must I not have been on. A Nero sent me a tell saying, hey, drop one of your hunt link shells. Uh, that, I that would totally been, drop mine. That, mu- that might have been what it was. I may have I may have sent you a, uh, an invite, but it, you know your link shells are full. No, they're not full. They're not. Mine are full. Maybe I just wasn't on, and when I was on, you never sent me an invite because you're a dick. Can you not send invites to people who are offline? I thought you could. No. No. Okay. Is, is there time? Well, then they? that's why. Uh, yeah, they are. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> like everything in this game, timed. Yeah. 
So yeah, next time you're on, you gotta gotta let me know. I'm on. <laughs> well, you're not wrong. Uh, so all right, do we have uh, do we have any more callers here, Chuckster? Uh, yeah. Don't we still have one in the? Don't you want to? Th- thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Patrickless. <laughs> We appreciate uh, the call. Um, I, I also wanted to point something out that, that Patchless mentioned in chat earlier when we were talking about the whole, oh, you you need Windower to be good, blah, blah, blah. Uh, remember Avesta, Red Mage, that fucking soloed all yep. that shit? Yeah. Did not use Windower. Really? Really. Mm. And where do you get that information from? I don't know. Ask Patroclus. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Vesta got good. We, we need, <laughs> Vesta, Vesta got good. <laughs> we, need, we, need to, we need independent verification. I of mean, that yeah, how can you actually confirm that? <laughs> from the videos he posted but you can easily turn off plugins for, for recording videos okay, okay so he, if you're not using the plugins when you make the awesome uh, i forget like, 11's uh ui was, was he not there. gear swapping I, if he's not gear swapping he's then gear then, swapping oh, but i think he he's using like more than one macro so he's doing everything within the confines of final fantasy 11 all right if you say so that's what made a Vesta so awesome. Uh, so, uh, yeah, thank you very much for your call, Patroclus. Uh, good points, good points. Who else we got here? Oh, who do you want? We have all kinds of people in here now. They're just flooding me now. Really? Yeah, hold on. Seriously? Uh, yeah. Have you seen, like, what the chat's like? We started a freaking war. I, <laughs> no, I have link shell chat's been going. I have seven people <laughs> wanting to talk, and I've been closing the windows. So. <laughs> The, the, the windows that we've already talked to, oh, not, not okay. like random. Like, oh, screw that. Guy. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's take let's take a couple of more calls on this, and then uh, we're going to have to move on to our very epic and exciting part three, guys. Oh, this is so great! Unlimited Hazama says gear swapping. You mean changing your damn pants in the middle of battle? <laughs> that is exactly what we mean. That is, I mean, that's exactly what it was. And Pretty 11 much, had right. an algorithm that required that, or otherwise you wouldn't. Thankfully, that game didn't have as many DPS checks as this All one. All right, does. Susie, just, just give me a minute. Just got to get my other boots on. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> like, there were some weapon skills where I'd legit change everything but my weapon. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. That's true. But but again, yeah, you're right, Nika. That, that was the algorithm. That's how, you know, stats and damage were calculated, and to get the most out of your character you had to you had to gear swap that's why you gear rarely to. went obsolete yes sunset and, night and there, we were all there on reason too, people kept asking more macro spots ps2 limitations yeah yep. every time but didn't they add more macro lines later on like escalia uh, uh, you were the only one that played this game past <laughs> so, uh didn't they add more macro lines later on yep how many? Well, Do it wasn't remember? that. It's, they didn't add more macro lines necessarily, but they added uh, item sets. So if you needed to swap a full set of gear, you could just swap. You, one line would say equip uh, set number five or something Oh, like that. that's cool. That so you could change nice. your entire setup in one macro line. That's better. Yes. So it was much nicer. Do you think they would have implemented that at the height of their playing when everyone was playing and everyone using Windows? No, that would have been sensible. Yeah, right. Yeah. See, you have to remember that FF11 was basically a blueprint for exactly what you don't do. You got your sword choppy pants and your singing song pants and your super magic kawaii spark pants <laughs> i mean but it was a way to keep gear relevant whereas in this it case was. we don't gear swap we don't care about gear that yeah but now we also have no gear in 11 so or no uh space in our inventory so yeah that's true. uh speak for yourself i have three completely open pages no, what? I mean in eleven. In eleven. Oh, okay. No, yeah. you have you to carry because twelve spades. How do you have three open pages in fourteen? Because I clear that shit out when I get the chance. I honestly, when I go into Jux's room and I see that he has like 
three spots open. I do <laughs> not six get spots it. Open. No, I just do not get it. And all of his, <laughs> and all his four retainers are full. Like, what the fuck are you keeping around, you pack rat? Three different <laughs> job, uh, two, three different um, crafting materials for three different craft jobs. Uh, they got to the point in eleven where you had like three hundred and twenty inventory that was accessible away from your mog house, including and one extra set that you could put gear on and swap gear out of from. Okay, nobody cares. Nobody cares about eleven. So uh, joining us True. now. <laughs> joining us now. Uh, joining us on the line, we've got Sasky out, our old friend and uh, representative of Diamond Multimedia, who all of our shiny graphics are brought to you by. Sasky out, how you doing, man? Hey, not bad, guys. Not too bad. Always good to hear from you. Hey, I hear you're taking us to E3. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, hey, you know what, you guys? Uh, I, I own my own house. You guys can come down and crash. Uh, that would be sweet. Except for Juxta, I can't. I can't be in the same room as him. Yeah, so Juxta can sleep in the car. There you go. It's, fine. <laughs> it, it's got its own garage and everything. Just uh, no. Kahlo has the problem with me, so Kahlo can sleep in the car. Yeah. I'll sleep with anyone. You know what? <laughs> that was good. Wait, wait, True words okay, you can sleep spoken. with my dog. She's got a nice little dog house. Actually, she has plumbing and electricity. That's bad. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's as, at least as good as your house, Juxta, right? It's it might be better. <laughs> Plumbing. <laughs> yeah, her her water dish is never empty. Uh, is it, what color is the water? Out of curiosity. <laughs> that is a major defining factor. Yeah, yeah. Ma- yeah. Uh, it's also that's also a major inside joke that we had during the break. Uh, so uh, anyway, uh, Saskio, how you doing, man? Uh, pretty good. Fighting, trying to get my Lilith rod. Oh, fun. Fun. Yeah, I'm on my 78th run on uh, Sunken Temple Hard. What? Whoa! It's the last thing I need to. Oh. You positive you have it on? You have the quest activated? Yes. <laughs> Just feel like that's I look, brutal. I look at it in my quest log and shake my fist every night. Man, that's brutal. Come on, Sass, get to the important stuff. How are you doing in Triple Try? I was, well, was going to say, with Karn, he's not even farming cards, guys. Yeah, come yeah, on, that's man. the worst. No, I got 60 cards already. So. Oh, oh okay. damn. Wow. What? Damn. You, be, you don't have to be doing that well. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what? Yeah, you're, you're fired. Get out of here. I don't like you anymore. Uh, so, <laughs> Jesus favors your cards over your relic, apparently. So, Sass, what do you think about guild work? Well, there are pros and cons, obviously. Um, uh, Volkai, I have not raced my Chocobo yet. Yeah, After the whole uh, whole cooking up my free company's chocobo jokes kind of went out of hand. I'm, I'm <laughs> Did you say you're a drug dealer? What? <laughs> um, but the whole thing with Guildworks, I mean, going back to Windowware and Guildworks, I kind of I kind of see the comparisons there. Um, the push notifications. I can kind of see how they would be useful in some cases, mm-hmm. but not really all that much. I mean, you could be working or on the way home, stuck on the freeway or something, and get a push notification. What good does it do you there? That's true. That's true. Although, if if you're signed on and you're just, you know, like you've got stuff that you're doing, you're cleaning your bathroom or, you know, I don't know, you're blowing your boyfriend, whatever it is. Wait, why would you be cleaning your bathroom? I don't know. Um, That's the one you picked to ask about? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, just has the no other one's so the natural for one. him. I don't think that. <laughs> good, good zing. Good zing in there. Oh, nice. good lord. Nika. You, you douchebag. <laughs> Put one on the board for 
Oscar Scalia. Yeah. His first, first one. in over a year. We're, we're on the board. <laughs> <laughs> we're a slow start, but I think you'll find I'll do much better in Double Jeopardy. <laughs> but, but if if you're doing something else around the house, it frees. I mean, you do have enough time to get back to your keyboard to then get to the hunt in time. So, you know, it does allow you to do stuff like around, you know, around the house and not have to be at your computer. But you're but right. If you get it in traffic, that, everyone's playing triple triads. So. Yeah, that's true. But, <laughs> but, you're, but, you're, but you're right. If, you, if you're in traffic, it does you no good. Yeah. Here's the other thing. When I started playing 11, I started on PS2. Yeah. And then well, I had my PS2 running. I had my laptop on. Um, and I was just had maps or whatever information I needed for the game on it. Now, PS3, PS4 players can just go ahead and pull up a tablet and do the same exact thing. Right. And get, and get the same exact information also. Um, and I really... I have two huntling shells. And constantly, both of them are giving out same information, sometimes different information. And from there, I decide, you know what, am I going to join this hunt? Or am I going to go for this one? Am I going to go for that one? Or just keep farming or whatever right right you know another thing about guild work and and we didn't really talk about this a whole lot is that uh it it has cut down on the number of false reports by a hundred percent i i rarely ever see false reports anymore here's another one too for uh that azurelos mentioned i love the chat syntax feature on guild work to block guild spam oh i didn't even realize that that was even a feature wow that's a thing Wow. Yeah, apparently. I mean, you know, not all of the features of guild work are, you know, are, uh, you know, so... Guild work is like the cash shop. It's a slippery slope. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but this is, why, this is why I keep drawing parallels to Windower, is that not all of Windower's functions were sketchy, but some of them legit were. No, yeah, were. absolutely. No, I'll uh, not give you all that. of Not all of Guildwork's functions are sketchy, but some of them yeah, are. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So, um, thank you very much for your call, Saskio. We appreciate uh, we appreciate the call. And of we'll course, see you at E3. Again, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll see you at E3. We may now be able to pay for our own ticket. We may not have to... Whoa, 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 whoa. If he if wants to turn down free tickets, we, man. Right, we, someone we, wants to put us up. Put us up. <laughs> we, we may not. We may not have to, you know, sneak a ride in your suitcase or something. Um, but uh, but but yeah, Saskio, who uh, is a representative of Diamond Multimedia, who is responsible uh, for providing us with the uh, in-game graphics card that we use on our stream, providing us air quotes. Us, yes, us, Limit Break Radio as an entity. So all of this nice visual uh, presentation that you see, that's all provided by Diamond Multimedia. And you can check them out on the web, on the web at uh, diamondmm.com. All right, uh, a couple of more, couple more callers, and then we're, we'll, we'll, I mean, we're yeah. running, we're running up on almost an hour and a half here on this discussion. So uh, I think we got room for a couple of more, and then uh, we're going to move on to part three. Okie dokie, give me one sec, uh, Skype's really laggy. Seems to be a lot of dudes up in here. Maybe you could find uh, a little bit of our female viewer base. Okay, well, you know what? Maybe I can find some of our female viewer (laughs) base who has just answered the call. Hi, Nell. How you doing? Nell again. I'm doing pretty good. How about you guys? Oh, we're great. Thanks for joining us on Limit Break Radio. Nell, of course, of the Chocobo Dash podcast. Did you come to take uh, Scali off our hands? 
Didn't you um, make that maybe? joke last month? Yeah, I'm hoping. Uh, I'm, yeah, only, I'm hoping if I month. keep on making that joke, eventually she'll take you. <laughs> well, I might take him for a guest cameo or something. Oh yeah. I'm sorry, I thought it was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Never-ending support. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Nell, uh, we had you on uh, the last time, and uh, you were so brave to join us uh, to uh, to to break with the uh, prevailing wisdom uh, in in our. Our own LBR community of the uh, you know the hashtag get good uh, final coil story mode. So you were you were so brave in uh, in, in coming on and uh, being the only person to uh, dissent with to us. dissent with the show at all. So uh, what's your view on guild work? I hate third party tools with a passion. Okay, I hate them. anything that basically makes the game. It takes you out of the game. It makes you use external sources for information that you should be getting in game. I don't really, I don't really like that. Like the hunts are the biggest, most noticeable feature of that. With the fact that it's like it's telling you when they pop and where they pop, and people are abusing that to oh, holy heck because they're thinking, okay, I got to get gear, so I got to cheat to win. But yet, these these are the same people that rage and say, "Ah, cash shop is cheating to win because marriage is." Hmm. Wait, marriage? <laughs> what? I, I don't. I don't get that. You know, it's because of that uh, embrace emote. <laughs> play to win. <laughs> play to people hug. We're, we're raging, going, "Oh well, people can buy the um, the wedding bands and then trade them for gills, so people are paying for gills, so they're cheating to win by paying through the cash shop." And yet, these are probably the same people that are paying for the. The, whatever the fee is for Guildworks to have it on their phone. Well, do you, do you, I mean, do you, did you consider that cheating if people decided to buy the, you know, the, the wedding band and then sell it? I personally did think that not so much cheating, but it's wrong. Unethical. And point blank that Square said, look, don't do this. So I'm just like, okay, yeah. Square says don't do this. I, I was on the saying don't do this. You know, it's, that's not what it's there for. It's designed to be bought as a gift for your significant other, not to be bought and sold as another player. So is it cheating? No, but you do kind of have to wash your hands afterwards. Well, they kind of it's kind of gross. That. That's, that's essentially RMT. Yeah, yeah. And, I, they, and they've I, said that it's not against their TOS, but they don't encourage it. They have said that somewhere. I read that. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, I think it was Bayekian that posted that up. So, I mean, uh, well, and that would be the thing is that they could make it, cl- they could clearly take action against it and make it against the TOS. Uh, you know, it is against the TOS. I, I, uh, well, the, the, the winning stuff is not against the TOS, but they can change that. But Guildworks is against the TOS. Well, t- oh, yeah. well yeah, yeah, absolutely. That, that kind of stuff, like, they need, they need to bring the ban hammer down on this because otherwise people are just going to be like, well, they're not doing anything about it. Why should I care? And then it'll be like, then they need to take big action. Do you remember the uh, salvage bannings? Yeah, I, but do you really put guild work on the same level as the salvage dupe? It's going to only get worse. I'm not it, sure if she's saying okay, it's quite as agreeable. I mean, I think what she's saying is if they don't stop this, then when the next content comes out, who's going to stop people? From right, doing? I don't think it's that's the, true. The, no, no, no. The answer is the API. The answer that 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 answers that definitively is the API. Once they put the API in, they control what the architecture is, so they get to cho- choose what is, uh, you know, what, what is, is acceptable and what's what acceptable, isn't acceptable and it's not and, and is it's it, not going to stop people from using third party tools. If Square says no, you can't use this on the API. 
they're already saying no you can't use guildworks and people are still using it no True, no no. I, but with I, the yeah. api they will have actual control over it it won't just be no don't use this they will be able to say boom you can't use well that. and then and then also with the api they can take the hardline stance against third-party applications that don't use the api which clearly guildwork would would fall under right mm-hmm. um you know i i think i think as of right now if they brought down the ban hammer on a significant part of the user population that uses guild work they'd be shooting themselves in the foot it would be detrimental it would it would they just hit the four million mark and and the this game lives and dies by its reputation with the, with the community and its reputation with once, the fans once they've the gone, api comes out though then th- you will have sanctioned third-party tools and right. unsanctioned third-party tools. There and will be then, a clear stance, yes. and they can ban people who are using the unsanctioned ones with complete justification. Yeah, yeah and complete impunity, too. There, that would be, I mean, as, as critics, I think, you know, if, if Square Enix came out and issued a large ban for something like the use of guild work, it, A, would take a huge chunk, again, like we said, take a huge chunk out of the population, but B, I think we, collectively, the Square Enix media community would be up in arms because it's it's not it I don't think it is I don't think you can say that guild work is the same thing as the salvage dupes for a couple of reasons first I don't know that Square Enix can monitor guild works usage and if they can't then they can't enforce against it and if it's a program that only runs on your system they can't they don't have access to the other you know to see what other system uh, you know system processes processes you're running I'm pretty sure that's not part of the TOS that they wrote in there. So if they don't have access to that stuff, then they don't actually have an actionable, actionable way to to go, you know, to to go against it. And uh, you there's know, actually a way that they can do that without breaking any TOS. All they have to do is they download the app, go, okay, this is how it works, and go, okay, if this this comes up, because it, it's got it read or access data in some way shape or form if it's only reading and it's not and it's not sending back anything to the server and it's and it only works on their private server if the only information exchange is happening on their private server then there's really nothing that square enix can even track even if they go back and reverse engineer it see the difference with the salvage dupes is that all happened server side that all of those dupes happened because people were using the game functions and then square Square Enix had a log of all of those actions that people did they were using to make their that own, dupe They happen. were using their own servers yes. to... Yeah, essentially. Because it wasn't a third-party application that was creating the dupes. It was something... It was an in-game glitch. Yes, exactly. So they were able to go back, and, and did they expand the man, manpower to go back and and go through all those logs? Yes. Did they ban all of those people? Yes, they did. Could they do that for guild work? I don't know if they could. But consider how many people use it, and how much time it would go to reverse engineer all of that player interaction. Because anything that you do as a player... There's no no way that you can tell if somebody's using guild work or a good hunt link shell if you're a player observing player interaction. And from a Square Enix business point of view, it makes more sense to just wait till Heaven's Ward comes out, bring out your API, neuter guild work, and then go from there. I agree. I totally agree. 
as long as they actually take the goddamn stance with it and fucking stick to their guns and not just be like, oh, well, please don't do this. Don't look around the other way. That's 90% of their statements about anything, you know, when it came to Windower or it came to, uh, you know, a parser or any kind of, uh, you know, third party application that wasn't really seriously game breaking like speed hacks or radar or the salvage dupes. Then Square Enix basically has the stance of, oh, well, you know, we don't really want you to use it, but we're not going to do anything with if you the, do it. With Which, the advent of an API, though, I think that we're going to see a change in that. I, I totally agree. But I also want to mention that when Guildwork talks about whether or not Guildwork breaks the EULA on their own website, one of the major... Uh, one of the major um, arguments that they make is that things like parsers and windower have been, have existed in the FF uh, you know online community for so long, and none of their users have ever been uh, you know been uh, you know re- received any kind of disciplinary action. So, with that in mind, you know, I, and, and I do think that that's that's a pretty legitimate argument in this case. That you know, yeah, it, it you know they they don't ever state that it doesn't break the EULA it does clearly break the EULA so at least they've got the transparency angle working for them but you know to then go on and justify it by saying well there are all of these other tools that have been in use for years and there's been no action against them I think that that speaks volumes and and it might be a slight problem on Square Enix's end if they view these programs as a problem if they view them as mostly innocuous and and mostly harmless then you know all of this discussion is for naught because yeah, then they're, they're just not going to do anything right if they look at this and say i don't have a problem with these programs being used then then none of us <laughs> should either right you know yeah, they should come out and and say it. I agree. They should say it if they do. Exactly. I agree. Don't do this, please. No, I totally... They need to to take a stance. They need to say what that stance is so that way people go, oh, this is the stance? I better not fucking cross the line. I totally agree, Nell. I can't can't agree with you more. Uh, A little bit... Of uh, of direction from Square Enix's part would help uh, immensely uh, in terms of this topic. But uh, thank you so much for your call. We appreciate every time you come on Limit Break Radio, and we encourage everyone to check out the Chocobo Dash podcast. So shout out to Nell. Uh, uh, search for Chocobo Dash on YouTube and now on iTunes as well. All right, we got time for one more call. We got time for one, one more, more caller. caller? Oh, one okay. more caller. All right. Well, we're all starting to sweat. Like I, I'm starting to notice the sheen on everyone's face. No, Charlie. No, what? What's wrong? What's wrong? One more female base here. (laughs) (laughs) They are grossly underrepresented. I mean, we had Nell and like where else? Well, we got a Scalia, and and we have a (laughs) Scalia. Right. Thank you. Okay. I'm a girl, even though I look like a tall, beefy man. And that's the problem. Wow. Your words. And there's a new drop. Your words. Okay, thank you. Uh, yeah, some, somebody's got a new intro bed. Now, uh, jo- joining joining us on the line, we've got... Ka- oh, ka- that's- <laughs> Ironically, that never gets old. Wait, why don't, why don't we have a South Park drop of that? <laughs> oh, we should. should. Oh my yes, God. We, should. we should. We should. To do uh, droplets. Fantastic. 
Kyle, how's it going, man? Oh, pretty good. How are you, Annie? Uh, not bad, not bad. Uh, I'm having I'm, what you might call a good day. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're having a really, we're having a really <laughs> yeah, good day. Yeah, congratulations on everything. Thank it's fantastic. you. Thank, Thank you. you. Very, uh, we we appreciate it. Um, but uh, I'm I'm a little bit beside myself because I don't know what I'm going to do with my evening tonight since we're not rating, man. I know. I mean, we got Scry going off to Japan. Triple it's just triad. like well, triple triad. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Triple, triple triad. triad. <laughs> I was going to say I've seen Kyle in game in the past week more than I've ever seen him before. I'm like, does his end game shell even know that he's vanished? <laughs> I um, think like half of their end game raid group like swapped servers so they could just play triple triad without <laughs> being asked why they're actually, not raiding. Actually, we met at the Adventurers Guild in Uldon. He challenged me to a card game. How'd that work out for you, Kyle? I worked terribly because I got <laughs> shitty cards. Oh, oh, oh was that oh, the reason? Oh, okay. Shitty yeah. cards, guys. Was well, the plus rule on? Fault, idiot. <laughs> the plus rule was not on. I'll tell you what. Whenever you want a rematch, you just let me know. All right, let me get some actual cards first. No, we'll all right, you do that. that. How many cards? Sure. Are you up, how many cards are you up to? God, uh, not a lot. How many? Uh, Give us a number. I've been working on. Uh, None of us you know, are at sixty. Progressing so gear wise, I'm at twenty. Ha! <laughs> at least <laughs> there, Juxta, you're beating somebody. <laughs> you're beating me, dude. I only have like six cards. Well, you don't care, though. No, I don't. Kyle and Escalia care, so that means something. <laughs> I care immensely. I, I care more, more about getting my Zeta weapon done than anything else. So. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Maddie, uh, Kyle, I'm with you. I am like, that's, tr- that's I really why you, get my That's Zeta why you pick done. dungeons and trials to do that are going to give you cards. Do you have a point. Do you have a five star card yet? Uh, Bahamut. Nice. Wow. Nice. Nice. Digital's uh, amazing, by the way. Did you hear that I got my Onion Knight on my very first World of Darkness? Congratulations, you lucky son of a bitch. Yeah. I haven't done World of Darkness yet. I could get it to you. Go get your Onion Knight, Nika. Come on, you're not doing anything important I right now. Go. That's my my, dude, my World of Darkness was so anticlimactic this week, because I, I usually queue for it on DPS, although I'm going to start now mm-hmm. with, with lights. Uh, I'm going to go back to queuing out on, on war. Uh, but I, I queued in progress, joined a party that was at uh, uh, Cloud of Darkness, did the fight, got a belt, left. That was it that was my entire belt belt why because it it was what dropped it was it was the dragoon piece that dropped and i was just like all right i'll take it you took a belt i took a belt you took a belt wow why what what else was i supposed to take go back to talking about triple triad (laughs) (laughs) it's something that you can glamour for starters Mm, i'm not getting any of that gear to glamour dude I'm glamouring away from all of that gear except for the dragoon body and that's the problem what that you're not getting in that to glamour Hashtag it's and terrible. that's the problem. It's terrible. Uh, so, uh, so Kyle, what do you think of Guildwork, man? Oh, God. I mean, my biggest concern is, do I think it's the most terrible thing on the planet? No. Do I I want to see how it works, though, uh, from a technical level? I want to see if it's reading memory. Is it just pulling chat logs? You, it's transmitting to a server and bringing them back? Does that matter uh, for you? Does that, I mean, does, it does, it does. How, how it functions, I mean, you know, and how it pulls the data and, and, and uh, kind of gets all that in the... In- I would have more of a problem if it's doing memory reads than just relaying, but... To be honest, if it's just pulling chat logs and then bringing back and forth, I really don't think it's a big deal. Yeah, because I mean, there's there is there like like we had mentioned earlier, there is some question about how it functions, whether it just um, you know is a big chat aggregate that then you know kind of throws all the data together in one place and sort of you know collaborates data with other people who are also reporting using the app or whether or not it's a memory read and as soon as it uh loads onto your screen it loads into the app we don't know we just don't know it's just memory injection the client to get it to show up in the chat log i mean it's doing something to the memory on the the special client 
So the question is, like, how deep does a rabbit hole go, in my opinion? Like, what exactly is it doing in terms of modifying the client? That's I, my question. I, I think that's a great question. And uh, unfortunately, we have no way of knowing without uh, we don't. Uh, without <laughs> asking, you, you without asking the guy who made it. it, you know. Well, wh- why isn't he on here? Oh, well, it, I mean, that would be great. Uh, Guest host. But yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can uh, see that going very poorly. Oh, well, I did. I did. I did reach out. I did reach out to ask if he, you know, if he had a statement or anything. And I who never, is it? Uh, received a response. Uh, the guy who runs um, Guildwork. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't. I, I'm. I'm not sure that he would necessarily want me to say his name on the air, but um, probably not. I mean, he's he's. Uh, everyone knows he's the guy who made it. Like he's the like, guy. The guy. He's the Guildwork guild work guy. guy. Yeah. GWG. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, never really got brought up about Guildwork and how Square is kind of like not responded. They did say on that page, is, is it against the EULA? They also stated that if SE came up to them and S indeed them, they would pull it immediately. That's actually, I that's, I, you know, that's, that's, that's a good point. I, I, I do. That's that is worth mentioning because, you know, uh, we kind of. Um, I guess I guess maybe we sort of assumed at this uh, at this stage in the discussion that, you know, um, that this might be a pariah sort of issue or that they might be looking to break the game. And the fact that they are so transparent about the fact that it does not, um, you know, it does break the EULA and that if if asked, they would take it down. Uh, I think that that sends some major, major brownie points in their direction. True. Um, I mean, it, it could be very simple, too. It could just be like, OK, I'm going to log in. Oh, by the way. Uh, uh, you log in, you get a message in the game saying, hey, Guildwork doesn't work anymore. Please uninstall the product. Here, go to this blog post to find out more. And that's it. It'll be done. Yeah. It'll be that simple. Or, or they can just shut it off because clearly, I, I mean, like, clearly, not work. Bam, yeah, clearly, done. clearly it has, you know, it has to interact with some kind of server to be able to then uh, re-report out, uh, you know, things like hunts and uh, light messages and, and fate pops and stuff like that. So uh, it does have a server that they're running that it's got to interact with and they could just decide to shut that down. This is true. I mean, at that point. I agree with Kyle on this point that once the API comes out, SE's probably going to be cracking out harder on third-party apps, for sure. Yes. So I'm very interested to see what the API will allow us to do versus what we can't do. Yeah, I, I, I think so, too. But, you know, the other thing that comes along with that is that once we have the API, then we have to get really comfortable with the officially sanctioned third-party apps and and I'm how looking, those are going to be you know how those are going to change the uh the the community in the game i am most sure. looking forward to ways to more personalize the ui so it's not as clunky yes. and horrible and ugly fantastic and terrible well I'm hoping- I, there are a lot of ui customization options in there already. well when you think about like you can move it around but then you still just have these giant things For, i don't you know what i after what 11's AI, UI oh was, yeah this does abs- not bother me in the least i totally agree nika <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm right totally there with good. you i am right there with you <laughs> i guess it's different because uh having played wild the ui stuff in there and the different customizations like i've seen some dude who had his ui set up so that when he was fighting a monster it looked like like the HP bars for like like uh, like a fighting game like a uh, street fighter or whatever mm-hmm. it just did all looked really cool and really smooth and awesome I feel yeah, like totally. any screen cap I've ever seen of WoW, though, it's very cluttered. I a, mean, lot of, a lot of times, a yeah. lot of times good. it can be. Yes, <laughs> I'm good with what I've got here. <laughs> uh, I can't wait for the API to come out. I'm super excited. I'm hoping we get parsers when the API comes out, like something that someone can make. 
Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm really hyped about. Something, something, so, something reads in game memory and actually gives us like exact numbers. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I mean, right now it's just it's basically parsing out uh, the damage. It's guesstimates. Yeah, Your dots yeah. are guesstimates right, right now. There's no hard. You can't record dots right now in in parsers. Right. It's impossible. Right. So we have a guess. It's an average based on if a dot crits or if it doesn't crit and how much damage it does, and that's how it kind of reads out. Hopefully, we'll have like exact answers when that uh when the API comes out. Uh, all right. Uh, sunset night in the chat. I, uh, I also don't think that the API is going to change the stand on these third party apps. The API will allow official access and new plugins and stuff, which is great, but that's not going to stop programs like Guildworks from doing things that the API won't allow, but it will allow Square Enix to come in with that hardline stance of anything that doesn't use the API is considered not supported yeah. software and then therefore start banning people another thing it. you have to mm-hmm. realize is if you have an actual sanctioned way of making apps a lot of those people who make third-party tools won't be they'll be using the api right this and those correct. that still do the third-party tools ban hammer right? like, it, it'll be tur- right. like yeah they will actually take a stance again and actively police that right so let's say that happens. What will happen is Guildwork will shut down their third-party app make an api add-on for it and just do all the yeses and noes that SEO allowed them to do. Yeah. And it will still be there. Right. So, right. Which it, mm-hmm. it, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It could go either way. Totally. Yeah. I didn't know about the API thing, so I'm excited about that now. Thank you. F- thank you for the call. Kyle! Kyle! Damn, that was annoying. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, that is going to take care of it uh, for part two here. Uh, a really interesting discussion, guys. I think that this was a really this was a really good discussion. Uh, I'm really happy that uh, that we had so many callers and that the chat was so active uh, and and interested in the discussion. Uh, thank you, guys. Thank you for contributing to this. Um, and uh, and again, this does not this segment does not come with an endorsement of Guildwork in any shape or form. It is a thing that exists and people are going to use it whether or not uh, we endorse it or not but we uh, you know we do not endorse uh, the the site or its use uh, however you know uh, we also don't think that it's uh, it's worth getting in anybody's grill about uh, you know if somebody's early pulling they're early pulling whether they've got uh, guild work or uh, a, you know a hunt link shell um, so you know keep that in mind when you're getting frustrated that you didn't make that um, s rank mob you know uh, so, okay, that's going to do it for part two. Coming up on part three, guys, we've got a massive part three. And, and <laughs> part three is my favorite part. And honestly, yeah, usually part three is where we just read your emails and it sort of peters out. Uh, but we've got some really cool stuff that's happening on part three. Uh, we're Hashtag be, part three got good. We're, <laughs> we're going to be counting down the top 14 worst Final Fantasy 14 players of all time. And believe me, you're not going to want to miss this. I list. can't it's believe doing idiot things because they're idiots. <laughs> I can't believe number six <laughs> number six is fun. I- yeah. That's the best one. Uh, we've also got a brand new segment called Limit Breaking Music, where we're going to uh, take a look at some of the Final Fantasy XIV community's musical talents, as well as debuting a brand new track never before heard anywhere on the internet. Uh, so you'll definitely want to stick around for that. Bagpipes remastered. And uh, we've, of course, got your emails. Uh, that'll be coming up all here on part three. Which and BTW, we might, we might take, we might take a, this time. We might take a few calls. I don't know. 
No. Uh, wait, what was that? What? I said great emails. I mean, I oh, yeah, always yeah. good. No, we, but I'm especially looking forward to these emails. Yeah, we've got great emails this uh, this week, guys. So thank you for all of your emails. If you want to email the show, that's hosts at limitbreakradio.com. Uh, thank you guys for all of your support uh, on, on Patreon and just, you know, in terms of listening to the show. Uh, it's really exciting. If you'd like to uh, help support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. We are officially at six hundred and thirty dollars per month which means that uh we are now starting at episode number 15 we are going to start doing the show twice a month so uh you can look forward to limit break radio uh uh much more uh regularly and uh you know and and if you guys want to make it a weekly thing just got to push it a little bit farther we got to get to that 900 dollars a month and then lbr goes weekly and we start looking at expanding to uh, a brand new general gaming show we think that you know if you listen to limit break radio and you like what we do for final fantasy 14 there's a good chance that you'll like what we do if we talk about video games as a whole so we want to uh we want to try to expand our audience we think what we do is really good and uh could find uh could find more audience uh you know if we uh if we talk about something that's not so exclusive like final fantasy 14 but we are we are uh committed uh to uh to to continuing to cover final fantasy 14 uh with limit break radio so uh again head on over to our patreon uh account that's patreon.com slash limit break radio and uh give a little bit of money if you can uh we uh we definitely would appreciate it but thank you guys for showing out in force this is amazing we've got a we've got a lot of uh live listeners right now on twitch so thank you guys for listening live remember part three is coming up we're going to take a short break and then we're going to come back for part three and uh and do all that fun stuff that uh, that we talked to you about if you're listening on the podcast you've got one week until all of this fun shit goes down uh and that's at our website limitbreakradio.com like us on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash limit break radio. We've got a lot of cool and exciting things going down on Facebook. Uh, we've just started now, like, uh, uh, we've, we've got an entire different, like, social media strategy for the content that we post. So we're hoping that the content that we post is going to be better. Uh, so head on over to facebook.com slash limit break radio and give us a like. Uh, also at limit break radio on Twitter, and you can find us on Google Plus. Just search limit break radio. So that's going to do it for. Uh, uh, for part two here today on uh, on Limit Break Radio, once again I want to thank everyone for joining us, and especially our uh, our, uh, our my co-hosts, these guys. What was that? The people. Did you Ka- forget our names too? Kala Landis, Juxtaposition, Ascali Arayumasa, Nika Kayanian, and I am Aniro Gregori. Gregori. I didn't know what you're talking about. I don't either. That's it. I'm a Nero. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. Final Fantasy XIV is a trademark of Square Enix. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at Facebook.com slash Daniel Lambie Metal Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at Facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at DiamondMM.com. 
Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. 